It's time for the May 27th, 2011 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A free-form mash of current events broadcasting from the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM on the cool and creamy campus of the University of California at Irvine. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. You know, I know. It's starting to, I, I went through, through this with him uh, over the weekend. Watch. Mahler, no barking. Wow. Look at that. Well, he knows the no barking signal now. Well, apparently he does. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you because uh, the dog whisper of weekly signals. I mean, I hope you can keep keep him from. Come here, Molly. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come on. Come on. Come on. He's a good boy. He is He's a, good, a good boy. All right. He's a very good boy. Very, yeah. very good boy. I've always thought that about Mahler. Um, yeah. So uh, interesting week in the, in the news, uh, as it always is. Because we here at the Weekly Signals news team are always out looking for the most interesting stories. Mm-hmm. Isn't that that's pretty much... Not the, the stories you necessarily hear all the time. Well, you might hear a blurb here or there, but we have the wherewithal and the knowledge and the experience in the background to dive right into these stories. Do we have any? No. Uh, no. So, I was hoping you did. Um, the world failed to end. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot all about that. It was this week. Oh, did somebody say the? Oh, geez, I, I yeah. lost track of time. Yeah, I, didn't I did. That well, one. that was last week. Oh, that yeah. was still last week. Um, yeah. But you know, uh, the uh, the gentleman Harold Camping, yes, eighty nine year old Christian radio entrepreneur, for lack of a better name. Yeah, I would call him something else. Yeah, but, well, he is a charlatan. But I can't say yeah. that here. Yeah. The Calvary Bible Church in Milipitus. Okay. Milipitus. Okay. Milpitus. Okay. My Piltus, <laughs> California, organized a Sunday morning service to comfort disappointed, uh, disappointed believers. They wanted the uh, end of the world. Yeah. They didn't get it. And so they had to be talked down from uh, their high. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, on the other hand, and I, I mentioned these, this to you during, during the whole hubbub over we're all going to die, um, uh, that was that maybe, just maybe, the people who were the true believers have been, uh, been taken up. And we, since I don't know anybody that's righteous and ready for heaven, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Is it possible that a lot of people are gone that we just don't haven't accounted for yet? And well, we could play that play it that way. If you yeah, want. I'll, I'll go along with that. Okay. Yes, that's true, Mike. <laughs> that's what's happened. But I haven't noticed anyone missing, which isn't a good sign. Well, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Neither one of us has noticed anyone in our yeah. lives missing. So <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> I think that's we're a sign, big trouble sign right there. But yeah. uh, all right. Yeah, so it was the end. It was supposed to be on. Uh, it depended. You know, that was the interesting thing was uh, the end of the world was happening across uh, the the time zones. Mm-hmm. It depended on where you were. So, oh, it was supposed to sweep across the yeah, world. So you had some forewarning. Exactly. Yeah. If it was happening in Australia at six o'clock, you had twenty four hours to figure out <laughs> you what you're going to do if you lived in California. So. You had time to get to church. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there you go. Well, well, he has a new date. Oh, recalc. Yeah, he's recalculated his October time. October twenty first. Uh, why is it always the twenty first? That well, that's that was the problem. The big he had the wrong month. Oh, yeah. okay. There was, in the calculations, you know, he was but counting it, out there. But it's the twenty first. Seems to be a key day. Seven thousand years, according to the Jewish 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 calendar, from yeah. from the beginning of the world. Yeah, I did see uh, somewhere the calculation how he came to it was seven thousand years hence. Yeah. And that's how he got to the, you know... He, and, he, from his the, hand started in the wrong place. Mm, you know. Who hasn't had that happen? Yeah. 
my hands has been in a lot of bad places. So, uh, uh, I mean, it, you know, that I shouldn't have. I got my hands all in a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go back to the temporal, to the, to the worldly, to the ungodly, okay? okay. Uh, yesterday, the United States um, House of Representatives... Mm passed an extension of the U.S. Patriot Act uh, shortly following... Well, actually, the Senate did. They, they passed it uh, by a significant 250 to 153-vote margin. How does that help? Uh, it doesn't really help. Uh, it, the provisions empower law enforcement officials to obtain roving wiretaps on mm-hmm. suspected foreign agents, uh, track non-citizen lone wolf suspected of terrorism, etc., etc. All of the things... Uh, the Fourth Amendment is essentially trashed. Uh, in, in the Republican... Well, well, be a little bit more specific on that. Well, They've search got, and seizure, of, you know, unlawful search and seizures are yeah. pretty much a thing. Of the, if if the FBI or whoever thinks you're a terrorist, <clears throat> they can they have these things called they can break into your house without a warrant, uh-huh. leave no trace, and if anyone happens to see you and they happen to tell you they're under, now they would be arrested for letting you know that they had actually been on the premises somehow, some way, if that were to happen. Uh, the House version of the Patriot Act uh, also had a very controversial provision which prohibited any non-U.S. citizen suspected of terrorism from receiving a federal trial regardless of where they were arrested. The bill expands the president's ability to wage an endless war worldwide on terrorism against suspects and nations suspected of supporting terrorism. So it, 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 in, a, in an opportunity to maybe trim this thing down to what would have been more reasonable, they seem hell-bent to make it even more expensive. Would you think they just are afraid that we're not fearful enough? <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. I mean, I've got to believe that these people have a certain degree of paranoia, and some of that is good. Yeah. And I'm, so the, I'm in favor the, of that. The, 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 all of Congress is afraid that they're going to lose control of us. Is that I is think that some of it is. Every or, or they know the value of fear. Yeah. That's, or they know of the value of keeping us on edge. And they might not even know they know the value of that. But they do know that it works it to works. have a have an electorate that's a little bit apprehensive. It, it's pretty much the same law and order argument that you get when they want to up the ante or up the the penalties, punishments for all kinds of crimes. Uh, no legislator wants to be the guy that's on the receiving end of an ad that says he had a chance to vote for the Patriot Patriot Act and they bombed a you know something in our country or somewhere, mm-hmm. and he's the reason that they were able to get away with it. Mm-hmm. This is that you do not want to be hard with this idea that somehow some way you were the one who was responsible because you're a you know you're a um a bedwetting liberal who will allow the uh, the terrorists to win and that's and that always carries the day yeah. yeah it just it just does it doesn't matter what the argument is these guys are scared half the time. They're as scared as we are, basically. They're scared of losing their job. A scared? A scared. Is that, is that a word? <laughs> I, did, I didn't know if I got that in there or not, but did they're scared of the, losing their job, and they like to scare us. George Bush College <laughs> of English? <laughs> I was, that sort of slipped out. I was like, yes, a scared. We're not a scared of them. <laughs> We're not a scared of them. Uh, and so. I'm not a racist either. <laughs> did you see the foul ball hit to uh, George Bush the other night? Oh, I'm, anybody would do the same thing. That's what I don't like about, yeah, about I agree. the media. Uh, uh, yeah. If you're not prepared right. for a ball to come at you, a hard ball wow. that right. can do a lot of damage, yeah. and you're in, within a group of, say, uh, 
10 people who you don't know which way they're going to dive to, yeah. and you're on sitting on a hard surface. You're not out in the grass. You have metal and stone yeah. and wood all around you, and a, and a, uh, you know, a baseball-sized bomb comes in. Yeah. You want, can... You're going to make a, a face that says, what the hell? What the, I, yeah. I agree with you. I agree. In fact, I've been in that situation. A foul ball came to me one time in a ball game, uh-huh. and uh, it hit near me. You yeah. know, I reacted just very similar to what George Bush did. Yeah. And I dove for the ball just because I've never got. I've been going to baseball games for my whole life and, and never got. This is a goal of yours. It well, well, it was for about five seconds. It was a goal of mine, yeah. and I managed to really ram my head into the side of one of those seats that was mm-hmm. flipped up. Somebody stepped down on the seat to try and get to the ball, uh-huh. and when they stepped off the seat, it. Wham! It hit me in the side of the head, and I was so pissed. I grabbed that ball. I wasn't. I didn't. I was gonna. I was gonna wrestle somebody for that ball at that point because I was seeing seeing stars. I will say, just about the George Bush thing. I agree. It was unfair. How many beers had you had? I had a half a beer. It was not. That had nothing to do with it. It was getting hit in the head more 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 of an impact. You say a six pack. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I will say this about you're right about the George Bush thing. That's unfair and make him made, made him look a little silly. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I thought it served as a visual reminder of what a complete and total dork he is and was as president of the United States. A visual. Now, unfair as it might have seemed, it reminded me that Dolt used to be president in the United States. Yeah, but that's his wrong thinking. I know because people then say, oh, "Doesn't he look stupid?" Rather than, didn't he have horrible policies and make bad decisions? I agree. I agree with you. It's just a visceral reaction to that to that yeah. image. That's all. But you're right. All right. Well. Uh, okay. Um, gosh. Uh, Benjamin yeah. Netanyahu. Yeah. Yeah. That Spoke. was a big deal. It was a huge deal. He came deal. to town. Yeah. Met with the president. Met with the president. About kind Palestine. Of a testy, uh, yeah. little tense in the white, apparently in the- He being uh, Israel's prime minister. Yes, Benjamin. And- uh, Obama had just said the day before, yeah, he made a very important speech. Yeah, how he would like to go back to the 1967 borders, right? Or at least as a starting point, start there rather than you know incrementally try to reach that point. Start there and tell us what's wrong with that. Exactly right. And 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 Netanyahu, yeah, came in and said, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, he gave yeah, him a what, to, what yeah. WTF moment. He didn't do a lot for the relationship between Palestine and Israel, and neither did the Palestinians, because yeah. they fired back. At least, at least one of them did. And they, I've got to say, literally fired back, or just no, no. just said, just <laughs> no, I mean, just said, no, no. They they said this is the equivalent of declaring war. Yeah. Now they didn't say it. There was one uh, okay. uh, Palestinian leader who did. So that's that's not a, a friendly thing. Although that's what the news uh, will tell you. Yeah. There could have been 20 Palestinian leaders that said yeah. uh, about Netanyahu's speech. Well, well, that's what you would expect him to say, and, and uh, we'll, we'll come to an agreement somehow. Right. But they, the news will take the one person that says, you know, scorchers. Yeah, death, yeah. To, death to Israel, and yeah. that's the guy who'll get the headline. Now, yeah. now the, Obama's position is very, very much in keeping with the last four or five presidents in the sense that as a point of negotiation— yeah. If you're looking for the spot to begin to talk about where we go with a Palestinian state and a, a free Israel, a free and safe Israel, you've got to begin somewhere, which is an internationally recognized border, which goes back to 1967. Yeah. That's just well, where that's you start. Well, that's the rule of law. Yeah, it's the if, rule if of law. If they were going to take these folks into court somewhere, yeah. that would be the starting point. The last time that 
Israel and Palestine were recognized as a territory and a, and a nation was in 67. Right. So that's where, and the UN has, has, has uh, confirmed that over and over and over and over again. Uh, the, the U.S. tends to veto things that they don't like about that stuff. But anyway, and you're right. And he then went, to, they both spoke at APAC and they both gave their standard speech. We're here to protect the state of Israel. We are unbending in that. And then, uh, and then ben, Benjamin uh addressed joints joints uh a joint he addressed a joint um the, the congress, a joint session he, of congress yes, with the senate yeah. and the house sitting there and he gave a very impassioned speech about the defense of israel we'll see i yeah. guess they don't and to the uh vast approval of congress too. oh yeah 29 they, they standing were, ovations yeah. of course according to the reports more than even the president gets now you wonder what's going on there I mean, what, there's, cause there's voting, voting, voting is being considered there. Right. The, the, the future of the people who are sitting there who are very afraid of many things, yeah. including losing their job, yeah. wanted to be sure that they weren't viewed as someone who didn't stand up. Right. What if no one had stand, stood up at first? They just had sat there. They would have sat there. Then and everybody would have probably sat there. Polite applause. And then the one person who, who got up and applauded was taking the big chance. And yeah. then I don't want to stand up. So they had this deal worked out beforehand uh-huh. where they would all stand up at one. When do you want to stand up for Netanyahu? <laughs> you know? Yeah. How about when he, the third chorus? Yeah, third stand cor- up in yeah, the third, third chorus. Yeah, you got to let them get settled in. Yeah, the, exactly. The and first then. sentence that the contains the word Israel, stand up. <laughs> I will say, and this is one of my pet peeves about all this stuff, is the American political establishment and the, the American public are all four square behind protecting the state of Israel, making yeah. sure it's secure and all that forever and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. But when you poll the American people and you ask them about whether or not there should be a second state, a Palestinian state, the vast majority of the American people are in favor of that to the to trimming Israel's borders and all the rest, all the things that Barack Obama said as a point of negotiation, the American people support. But in the political establishment, it's, you may, might as well yell fire in a crowded yeah. theater. Uh, so uh, it, it's just one of, another issue. It's a, it's a voting block, I assume. Well, it's, a, it's an important, it, yeah, it's a voting block. And, 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 and they can and, play into fear yeah. as soon as you uh, oppose their complete backing of Israel because Israel is... The policeman, right, yeah. and, and and you yeah. can't can't go against any sort of police in any way. No, no, absolutely not. How dare you even suggest such a thing? Um, there was some, I think, good news in the state of Vermont. Uh, the governor Peter Shumlin uh, signed a health care reform bill that will make Vermont the first state in the nation to offer a single payer health care system. That's very good. Remember a few weeks ago they passed the bill and it was just up to, for his signature and yeah we came were, right down the pipe. We, yeah, we, I had my dark conspiracy moment thinking that somehow, some way, a court would overturn this and somehow it wouldn't. I think happen. we both were thinking that. Well, it's still time. There's still time for a court to challenge it. Yeah, yeah. like forever. <laughs> like so, forever. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, I wonder. I wonder if there'll be a Supreme Court case on this ruling yeah. at some point in time. Yeah. Well, now, I, the, the, they're moving forward, although it doesn't look like it'll happen before the election, on the lower court's decision to nullify Barack Obama's health care reform, which is a, yeah. on the basis of that it mandates people to buy insurance. Yeah. So that's still happening, although a lot of people believe that the lower court will probably be overturned. Yeah. Speaking of the Supreme Court. Yes. 
They gave a big boost to proponents of stricter state laws against illegal immigration by upholding Arizona's business business death penalty for employers who repeatedly hire illegal workers. They called it the business death penalty. Yeah. In other words, they want to put your business away if you're hiring illegal workers. Okay. And the Supreme Court backed that ruling, okay. which makes it easier to go down the line of all of Arizona's proposals and for our Supreme Court, as it exists today, to, yeah. uh, to uh, back the state in their anti-immigration laws. Right. What do you think of that? There's, there were probably things that were just uh, a, a legal decision of the court to allow Arizona to do that. Yeah. Do I, so what, you're asking me what I think of the Supreme well, Court I, decision. Well, no, the, the, the tax. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this before. Yeah. You know, I would be all in favor of open borders. Yeah. On the other hand, I also want to uh, to uh, have an infrastructure in the United States and California that can support everybody who's coming in. Exactly. And if we don't have that, right. then there's one way we can stop that from happening is to shut the borders. Yeah. So it's, it's a hard balance. I, I would like to maybe have a plan where you could take an IQ test. No, IQ wouldn't be right. Maybe I could just pick the most intelligent people and mm-hmm. keep them here and send the rest of them, you know, I don't care what color skin they are, mm-hmm. where they're from. I just want to be surrounded by more intelligent people. Yeah. 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 So if we could, some way we could work that out right. without me being called a racist or anything. Right. That's what I prefer. Okay. Yeah. That I would be my border policy. I think that's... I, I could sit there yeah. and they, they'd be kind of an interview would process. Would be a conversational yeah, thing. A conversation, yeah, yeah, Back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about Werner Herzog? Yeah. There yeah. you go. Slavoj Zizek. You know, yeah. <laughs> where's, where's your Here, watch this movie and get back to me in a week. And Yeah. yeah. Let me know what you think. And, and yeah. read this book. Yeah. And tell me the relationship between the two things. And then... Okay. Yeah. Well, I think... You want to be a citizen? I'm just going to chime in right now because uh, I think that this is the... If there's if you're going to control the borders in a way that we seem to be in general agreement on, there's some, some control, I think this is the right way to go, actually. My way? Well, your way. Well, yours is the no, best no, way. No, the Arizona the, way. The, yours is the best way, but however... The, the, Allowing a good the way, states to go... Well, uh, no, to allow businesses are creating oh, yeah. situations for people. They're not going to come here if they can't get jobs. I agree entirely with that. I think that that's this is the right point. This is the yeah. point of the whole Arizona law that they should enforce, right. which is if, if you're going to complain about all the illegal immigration, then the point that you should you should snip would be the... the uh, the tantalizing agent that's drawing the people over exactly here, the, right. the people who are offering these jobs. Right. And, and uh, then on the other hand, saying, we don't want illegal immigrants. Right. People that are hiring that's, illegal immigrants to, uh, to mow their lawn. Right. This is and, tr- and then complaining because there's too many of well, them. Well, this is, as we've had many, many Inspector Renault moments uh, to talk about, this is another one where, where the people who are having their lawns cut and who own businesses who are attracting people who are not legal uh, legal status to to work in their factories or wherever mm-hmm. are shocked that yeah. there's illegal immigration in yeah. this country. Yeah, yeah. So this is the place. If you're really serious about it, then this is a twofold thing. One is do not allow people to be hired that are not a legal status, yeah. and secondly, raise the wages so that everyone who works in any business in that works a full time job should be able to support themselves. Yeah. Those two things in combination will eradicate almost all of the issues surrounding this whole idea of pulling people over and checking their status. I'm, a, I'm opposed oh, yeah. to that. I am too. But the rest of it, sure, businesses are the reason people are coming here. So, Well, that whole, 
uh, argument, uh, pulling them over, uh, the problem there is you're going to have to rely on the individual judgment of each police officer for him to interpret the ruling as to whether or not these per- people have a reason to be pulled right, over. Right. And if he decides they have a reason to be pulled, they have a reason to be pulled over based on that they look like someone who might come over the border, right. then that's right. ridiculous. I know. I know it's true. It is true. So there you go. So uh, you know, uh, I guess. Do I, I look like someone who came over the border? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could have. Yeah. I think you probably came from Canada more than I think you would come from that's, South. That's the border. Aren't we talking about Canada? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. My mistake. What about this guy they got out in Serbia, uh, Rat Ratko uh, Maladic? Ritzo. Oh, Ritzo. Rit- oh, yeah. Ritzo. What happened to Ratko? Well, Ratko is the is the guy that was a Serbian. I'm going to get this right because I do tend to botch this one a little bit now and then. Uh, um, Ratko Maladic uh, is the was arrested after 15 years for incitement of genocide. Uh, Maladic is uh, wanted for the, his role in the 1995 uh, Srebrenica massacre. Uh, and the siege of Sarajevo. His arrest was has been a precondition of Serbia's membership into the European Union. They finally caught up with him 15 years later. Uh, people remember going back to the 19, mid-1990s when we were helping the Serbs or the Croatians. Um, it's sort of fo- foggy to me who we were actually helping back yeah. then. Uh, and this guy rounded up a bunch of Muslims, that's what they were, Muslim uh, Serbs, into a camp and killed some, some th- several thousand of yeah. them in the process. About three, three thousand, three to four thousand of them died. And he's been the one held responsible. They got Milosevic, who was the yeah. president of, of, uh, of the time, but uh, subsequently this guy's been on the run. And now they have him. And now they have him. And he's going to be held in front of a, uh, tried at a UN tribunal. Mm. So. How's that going to go? We'll have to see, won't we? Yeah. I don't know if this is one of the the World Court in The Hague or if this is some other special extra. I don't even remember what Milosevic was tried. In, I think he was tried in a UN tribunal, yeah. not at The Hague. So uh, it's a little different, I guess. But he still will spend the rest of his life in jail. Milosevic died in jail, which was a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I think dying yeah. in jail is, yeah. is, is, is a fine punishment. For, yeah, for, for yeah. some people. Yeah. 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 Well, for some people. Yeah. Not me. No, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't want to die yeah. in jail, but... Yeah. Well, that's what I was suggesting. Yeah, I, okay. You know, uh, here's something. This will take us off, I hope, in a discussion. Do you okay. have another little thing you want to talk about there? Uh, I got some, but yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay, you, well, you speaking of prison, yeah. the United States Supreme Court, speaking of the United States Supreme Court as well, has ordered uh, California to reduce its p- criminal popu- prison population oh, yeah. by yeah. nearly 40,000 prisoners. It's been held, it's been in, under federal receivership for many years. This goes back to the mid-90s when uh, I was, or actually the early 2000s, 2004, I was working on a campaign to reform some um, the the penal system, and uh, that's criminal justice, not anything else. And um, and it had been held as been in inhumane conditions. The the criminal of the prison population of California is designed to hold about a hundred thousand prisoners. Yeah. Uh, right now, there's about one hundred and ninety three thousand prisoners. Well, a lot of prisoners were in closet spaces, essentially yeah. with no toilet. Right, a closet space with no toilet. And you know, I'm I don't want to give them weight rooms and and coddle them, but a closet TV, space yeah. with yeah. no toilet access is it, it, it's torturous. That's well, not really 
well, the way I want prisoners locked down. Yeah. When, when the federal government is saying you're being inhumane in light of the last, oh, I don't know, eight or nine years, I'd yeah. say you really have raised the bar for a prison population to be under duress, if that's the case. And so the, the Supreme Court said, enough. You've got to get rid of 40,000 prisoners. You've got to figure out what to do with them. Now, the bad side of this could be that they're just going to pump them into the private prison population, yeah. which is not a good thing. Well, and that could be the whole plan, yeah, if you will, uh, yeah, the conspiracy yeah. plan. Yeah. The federal government gets a, uh, a payoff or a, a nudge yeah. toward passing a law like this that will force California to uh, hire the private prisons and dump a lot of money into those folks, and the, and the payoff would have come from the prison folks. Yep. Well, I'll just rattle some statistics off here. Rattle them. Because I'm going to rattle away here. The California has the highest rate of incarceration of any state in the country. Yeah. We incarcerate more people per capita than anywhere else. We have the third largest... Is that because there's more drug users here? Um well, I'm, that's a factor. I don't know if there's more drug, but we do incarcerate people for drug drug violations, although yeah. less now than we ever did before. That's true. Uh, the second thing is is by by criminal by prison population, we have the third largest prison population in the world. If you take us out of the United States crim- prison population, only the rest of America and China exceed what the prison population in California. Uh-huh. And in the last twenty three or twenty five years, twenty five years. California has built 20 prisons and one, and one university. So, so it gives so you how, some how sense of our have, priority. Hmm? How come we're kicking people out of both of them? The, you, well, you the question, think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. does that mean if we built more universities, we'd still be kicking people out? I, <laughs> well, well, you know, with the, I, don't I don't want to get too works. far into the sociological argument, but everyone hmm. knows that education is the best way to keep people out of prison. That's that is the surest way to keep people from going to prison. It so, is is popular is a, is a good education. Speaking so, of a good education, yeah. okay. Pale pal. I never said it that way. PayPal. PayPal. Yeah. yeah. Pay, okay. Pale pal. Yeah. That's crazy. That's as crazy. PayPal as, as, co-founder Peter Thiel. Yeah. Knows a thing or two about finding the next big thing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's a little lead in. Oh, I like that's that. That's a tease. Thiel was the first investor in Facebook and predicted the dot-com crash and the housing bubble. Now he believes the next big thing to burst is higher education, and he's willing to put his money on it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what he's done is he's paying uh, people not to go and get their uh, their uh, postgraduate degrees. Okay. Because he believes that that period of their life is the most creative, and that by sending them to school, you're going to confine not only their ambitions, but their abilities mm-hmm. to think, as they say, outside the box or to create things that could be an improvement for mankind. Okay. So essentially what he's saying is in many cases, not in all cases, but in many cases, a higher education is not the best thing for an intelligent citizenry. Oh, okay. To spend another four or five years in school. Yeah, especially during, at that point during, in time. Especially because his theory is also, too, when, you're, when you turn 20, around that age... You have a burst of creative force. Yeah. And to go to a university uh, often confines that. Huh. And most people, anyway, mm-hmm. drop out. If you, the, the people who are true genius, and, and not, that's not to say there aren't true geniuses here at UCI, but of many of the, the true geniuses do not complete their, their uh, college work. They yeah. drop out and move into, and it's usually not in the sciences. Right. Well, although sometimes it is in the sciences. Yeah. 
Uh, it's usually in uh, uh, creative arts. Uh-huh. It could be in, in businesses. I've often thought that a, uh, a, a business degree was ludicrous. Yeah. But what do I know? At least at a university level. Yeah. Well, it is. You're right. It's four or five years. Plus, on top of that, it's four or five years of debt accumulation. That's the other thing that he brings up, too. Yeah. That there's so many people that uh, go into debt to, to get this degree that yeah. ultimately they're hurting their own careers. Yeah. Because they'll have this huge debt hanging over their heads. Yeah. That how is that going to make them uh, more productive I, other I, than just paying off the... Uh, the money lenders. At the age that you're describing, I was freaking out because I bought a Ford Econoline van, a brand new Ford Econoline van for around $4,000. I didn't know that I would, you know, at that time that seemed like, it off for the rest like, of like mountain of debt I was yeah. going to, I was accumulating for myself. Today, people would laugh. Well, they, I'm sure they are laughing right now at the idea that $4,000 is a lot of money. But at the same time, they're accumulating $100,000 worth of debt. Yeah. That's exactly the figure that he was bringing into it. And it's, I mean, who in, in, in that first... And that's $100,000 worth of debt now yeah. over the, perhaps the next, if you don't pay it off right away. Or even if you pay it off on a timely manner, the, yeah. uh, as, as per the, you end up spending $150,000 to $200,000 yeah. on that. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, and so anyway, yeah, so I, I, that's that's, that's I, really I an interesting. Mr. Yeah, Thiel. and given the dearth of jobs that are available right now, even for people with degrees, uh, that's a very interesting idea. Yeah, the I, Tennessee Senate passed a bill forbidding the state's public school teachers and students in kindergarten to eighth grade to discuss the fact that some people are gay. That would be Tennessee. They can't. They dis- can't discuss the fact that people are gay. Oh, not a specific person, but just the general idea yeah, that there, there are, are gay people, people are, in the world. Are, teacher, huh. what does it mean to be gay? <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Johnny. You'll have to find Don't that out there. yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have mean? to do your own field experiment on that one, and we're just not yeah. going to talk about it. Wow. Yeah. No, that's 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 forward thinking. That's leaning forward, as they like to say now there's there's one other little offbeat one I'd, sure. I'd like to jam in here women find men less attractive when they smile that's less attractive when they smile wow. compared to when they take on swaggering or brooding poses really a canadian study uh. was found that's a canadian study well all this canadian, is based yeah. on on do they canada. really smile that much in canada really i mean is that even that's they're used to seeing people brooding when I mean, you're out there chucking wood and yeah. You know, I've plowing known the streets, a few smiling com- Canadians in my life. Oh, there's, yeah, okay. In contrast, men find women more attractive when they smile and least attractive when they look proud and confident. Really? Yeah. That was uh, 1,084 heterosexual men in women uh, were in the study. So, brood, Mike. I'm going to brood. I'm incapable of brooding, looking like I'm brooding. That's just not going to well, happen. I don't know. Uh, okay. You might not I get, know. No, I look pensive and uh, pensive. <laughs> I look... Afraid. Afraid. Yeah. I look fearful. That's my, yeah. that's my brooding look is yeah. fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's what, right, Mahler. Mahler, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Now, um, you know the guy, uh, that guy Jared uh, Loftner, the guy that shot yeah. up uh, yeah. uh, uh, Congressman uh, Gabriel... Um, uh, Giffords is uh, being held in a mental as being held as mentally incompetent to stand trial. Yeah. Well, from what I could tell, he was. Yeah. 
I just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's awful what he did, but I don't, I don't know if did you watch any of his little videos? Yeah, yeah no, he was he's there was something. Yeah, he's something wrong. amiss. Yeah, and, and I, it's you you want to be able to uh, punish people on an equal basis in this in this democracy of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is the all hallmark. men are created equal yeah. and, and should be punished. Therefore, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I don't think so in his case. Well, he did, he did something horrible, but I don't. I don't really think he even has a grasp of that. Yeah. And that's what we're. I think that's what we're discussing. Yeah, right? that really is what we're discussing. Yeah. I mean, a, a, a criminal justice system that doesn't account for the mentally incompetent is yeah. not a criminal justice system, really. It's it's just a factory to throw people in jail. If that's really if you can't account for somebody being knowing, capable, and uh, you know cognizant of what their actions are, and well, you, you and you reject that out as as not feasible, then we tread into master race uh, territory. Yeah. when we make decisions like that, right? We're just saying that even though the man didn't know what he was doing, he should be punished the same way yeah. as a man who did know. Yep. Um, uh, one quick thing well, on the. I don't know why you use the, you're men. There are plenty. Just to be fair, there are plenty of women killers out there. Yeah. Uh, there was a. I don't know. People tend to exaggerate these things, but I think it's an important uh, uh, bellwether of the uh, politics that we're going to be looking at in the next year or so. It was a major upset in the uh, congressional district in New York, the 26th congressional district, when uh, Democratic nominee Kathy. Uh, Hoshul defeated uh, the odds-on favorite, the, the Republican uh, candidate in the one of the most red districts in the country. Yeah, it was the same uh, district that Jack Kemp, former Congressman Jack Kemp, former Buffalo San Bill, Diego, yeah. and San Diego, Chargers, San, yeah. San Diego Charger quarterback and presidential candidate Jack Kemp yeah. used to have. Uh, ended up uh, didn't he being, coach the Chargers? He he did a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, go I ahead. Know. I'm I sorry. Anyway, no, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> did, so and and the rationale, the reason that Hoshul is considered to have won was because uh, of the so-called Ryan uh, budget, which calls for uh, a, a radical revamping of the Medicare system, uh, giving seniors vouchers to pursue private insurance instead of a government-run. Yeah program and that is seen as the reason that a democrat won in a very very red district so and what did she do she won in a special election That's, she did win this yeah, the yeah the 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 congressman who had been there before had to resign because he had been soliciting uh extramarital sex online and um on craigslist or something okay. and so he had to go bye-bye i think he's the guy who took his shirt off Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was... Oh, he, yeah, he was just a, a goofus. Yeah, so he said yeah, yeah. Well, he had to go somewhere I else. I don't understand that. He had, to, he had a timeout. And uh, so so this had special election came in, so that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. A woman in Salt Lake City attempted to buy $10 worth of cocaine from an undercover police officer with $2 and an Olive Garden salad. <laughs> yes. Then she promised the officer she would return with more money and some Olive Garden gift cards. <laughs> I guess that's the fair trade in the cocaine. Yeah, the Apparently, Olive Garden. Yeah, straight up yo yeah. yo. Yeah, we need we we want some what do you mean straight up yo yo. Yeah, I don't know. What's that? I don't know. I'm being. I'm trying to be gangster. Uh, that's yeah. so racist. It is very racist. I'm sorry I said it. Well, coming out of you. Well, yeah, I know. Well, I'm, I told you I'm trying to be more brooding and more yeah. more kind of 
Dominique Strauss-Kahn resigned his role as managing director of the IMF and was placed under house arrest in New York City pending fair trial. Pending trial. I don't know if it'll be fair or not. Did that come with an? With, was that an endless salad bowl? Was it that? Was that one of those where you could just can? Yeah, I think so. And the breadsticks. And the, the breadsticks, breadsticks forever. So right there. The breadsticks forever. Breadsticks and the endless salad bowl. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Olive Garden. Uh, Dominic Strauss-Kahn was yeah. uh, uh, had his trial for the sexual assault of a hotel maid. It was reported that just before police boarded his plane to apprehend him, Strauss-Kahn said, "Strauss-Kahn." Mm-hmm. Said of a flight attendant, Kel Bocol. Oh. Kel Bocol. Well, that, yeah. that's fighting words right there. What do you say? I don't know if I can say this. Oh. What a nice ass. Okay, you can say that. The, the euro fell slightly on news of his predicament. The euro fell. Yeah, the euro well, fell. You know, yeah. I'm sure it's not the only thing that's fallen and can't get up either. So, wow. There you go. Well, this man knows how to express himself in the same way as our congressman who posts his... He takes his shirt, shirt off and uh-huh. runs around in front of a camera. Yeah. Is that where we're headed, you think? I, I told you a couple of weeks, so maybe it was last week, I don't remember now. The that oxy. it will be the expected was, that people yeah. like Tip O'Neill will have to go bare-chested and post on Facebook exactly in order right. to hold we'll, office. Yeah, we'll have hunks and babes in Congress. It'll be well, nothing I don't know but... Tip hun- O'Neill would be a hunk. No, no but yeah. there will only be... You know, uh-huh. you know, hunks and babes in yeah. Congress from now moving forward. I told you that the ultimate, you know, YouTube video will be somebody. And you told I told me I, this. I said I that recall. someday Barack Obama and Michelle, there'll be a sex tape, yeah. a clandestine sex tape of the president and the first lady having sex. That'll be. I'm just waiting for that day. Why? Because they do have sex, and somebody will have a video camera and capture that happening. I think they're kind of in a. In a secure location. You can't tell me that somewhere, somehow, there's not a camera some in some room that they've had sex in since they've been in the White House. Yeah. I don't believe that's true. I think they have. I think, I think they've done it in the Lincoln as Room. I, before, I think they've I think done it. I think you want to see No, I'm just tape. saying that we're moving to that, that point in society where we have to see, in order to be validated, you have to see yeah. somebody having sex on tape in order to sort of cement their position, so to speak. The U.S. In, Navy in named life. a new vessel after Cesar Chavez. Oh, yeah, really? So he can be, you know, kind of next to the Condoleezza Rice, <laughs> yeah. can, you know, where Cesar is actually a military vessel. Yeah. Condoleezza is just an oil tank. She's an oil tank. So Cesar could take Condoleezza out. I think she could. Torpedo yeah. that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did I so say that? They're both at sea. Oh, okay. Well, you mis- mixed up your... Uh, yeah, she, it's not a submarine. It's a battleship. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else from I the news just, I'm just fascinated. No, no, I really don't have anything. I'm enthralled with what you're talking about. Chinese artist and government critic Ai Weiwei. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know who Ai Weiwei is. He has a fun name. I love his name. Yeah. Who was detained in early April by state authorities, was granted a visit with his wife at an undisclosed location. The Chinese foreign ministry asserted that Ai's case was due to the invasion by his company. Mm. Beijing fake cultural development of a huge amount of taxes and had nothing to do with human rights or freedom of expression. This is a tax thing. Mm. That's how they got Al Capone. That's how they got Al Al Capone. It's all the same. Yeah. My sister pointed out that he is neither the company's legal representative nor its chief executive. So uh, how would this even figure? Why are you why are you going after him when the idea the that the CEO should be the one you go after in yeah, that case. Yeah. The idea that the Chinese would trump up any charges and falsely imprison anybody is just crazy. It's just yeah. a crazy idea. 
I don't even know why you brought it up. I didn't. No. Okay. So what else? What do you? What's I going got, on in your life? You I got, got nothing. Give I, me some domestic news. Uh, domestic news. Um, let's see. Oh, my dad. You really want to know this? Yeah. My dad had open heart surgery Whoa. on Monday. Wow. Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah. He had he thought he was going to have it prior. You know, he knew he needed to do it. He was in the doctor's office last week, and the guy goes, "You're going in like now." Yeah. So like on. Friday. They just wheeled him they right They wheeled in. him in on Monday and said, have at it, and uh, I'm, he's coming home today. Now, they opened his heart? Well, they have a new technique. Well, they, they don't yeah, crack they, the, it's not they, really open heart anymore. They don't crack yeah. the, 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 oh, the yeah, chest open. The they chest go through a, like an incision in the in yeah, a rib they cage. they go through the little, with the endoscopic yeah, there you devices. Go. Yeah. yeah. But he uh, hit a valve that wasn't, was not opening and closing properly Oof. anymore, and it was, blood was leaking back in. Yeah. Not good. So, yeah. uh, so they Needs took care of it. gasket. And I saw... <clears throat> I saw him last night, and I can't, you can't, it's unbelievable in terms of, like, just the, the color in his skin and all that, yeah. the difference. You Like, he looked pretty bad. And in four days, three days, he's yeah. like, holy, you know, it really matters. <laughs> you know, your heart really matters, apparently. Yeah. It really does. They took him into the dealership. Now he's doing great. He's got another 50,000 miles ready to go. And all so, right. that, that's, I guess that's the big, you know, that's the big headline for the yeah. uh, Casper family this that's, week. So. That's something. And you've yeah. been hobbled. I now, yeah, I'm hobbled. So, uh, but I'm getting the cast off, I think. My doctor called, but I think I'm getting it off later today. today? Hopefully, we're so, all very excited about I know, that. I know, I know, I know. But we, uh, more importantly, I really want to know what's going on with the SoCal bite and with Nathan Callahan and all that well, stuff. Well, I want to know just one other thing yeah. before we do go to Anne Finley, and yeah. I'll tell you all about it. Okay, is, uh, what do you think uh-huh. about where the NBA is right now? Uh, um, Mike Brown. Oh, no, wrong, so wrong. Yeah, but you just sound like one of those talking heads uh, no, on ESPN. No, no. Mike Brown, I, I the just, newly appointed head coach I, of the know LA what? Lakers. It didn't matter. The, coming in after Phil Jackson, it's not going to matter. He, it's going to be a wash. Phil Jackson was a waste last year. They shouldn't even have hired him back. He sat on the bench. He wasn't interested and didn't inspire his players. Yeah. Made bad coaching moves during the season, but nobody wanted to admit that because Phil wanted back. They should have replaced Phil last year. Yeah. Mike Brown is an improvement over what Phil Jackson was this year. In fact, I would guess that, that he might have, Mike Brown, taken the Lakers into the championship. Really? At least he would have made them more entertaining. Everybody's asking Mike Brown, well, this is a very entertaining team, and you're a defensive-minded coach. How is that mixed? Well, it mixes because Mike Brown is, actually gets off the bench and steps onto the floor and engages his yeah, players. This is true. Phil Jackson did not do that. All he did is light sage and said, what is is? <laughs> I, okay, I, I'll agree with you. They the, First of all, yes, you're right. I have been so aggravated with this Laker team for the last two years because they don't try. They don't seem to have much of a sort of a... Uh, they have a lot of ta- immense amount of talent, but not much internal like yeah. burning desire to win. It seemed to me. I know they were tired. They played a lot of games, and Mike Brown. Maybe, maybe right. You're right. Uh, the, I just, I just remember him from Cleveland and Cleveland. Cleveland had he has he has the fifth winningest record uh, in all yeah. of basketball well, of yeah. all coaches. Yeah. When he was yeah. with Cleveland, they did okay. They just they didn't did. make it into the finals yeah. because LeBron was young. Yeah, and they now, did actually make it one time in the finals, yeah. and they got blown out. But you're right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm I'm willing to be. I just he's going to be a nice rep for the city. I don't know how he'll do as a coach. He'll. Yeah. It seems like they hired somebody to address one of the weaknesses, of which the is team. defense. That's what yeah. I say. I like, would hope they carry Brian Shaw and make him offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. But they probably won't be able to. 
Yeah. But it, you put somebody as an offensive coordinator, and you might have a good combination here. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. It's true. They, st- you know, yeah. I will see. Uh, I just, I, I just am so aggravated. I want this team to change in, in, in significant ways. So okay. well, maybe he's the guy. And finally, yeah. fields of watermelons exploded when agricultural workers in eastern China mistakenly applied for chlorpheniron. Ah. You know that stuff. I do. A growth accelerator. The incident has become a focus of Chinese media drive to expose the lax farming practices, shortcuts, and excessive use of fertilizer behind a rash of food safety scandals. You know about this. I do. It follows discoveries of the heavy metal cadmium in rice, toxic melamine in milk, arsenic in soy sauce. I didn't know about the arsenic in the soy sauce. That sounds like a good one. Bleach in, bleach in mushrooms and the detergent borax in uh, pork. Added to make it resemble beef. So they <sighs> took pork, rub borax on it. Yeah. yeah, you got it. The report said the farmers sprayed the fruit too late in the season and during wet conditions, which caused the melons to explode like landmines. <laughs> After losing eight acres, a farmer said he was unable to sleep because he could not shake the image of the fruit bursting. <laughs> 